everyone. This is Sammy and Valerie. Um, we just wanted to pop on before getting into the episode um, because this episode deals with a rather serious topic in a too frivolous way, in my our opinion. Yes. We recorded this episode before the guilty verdict of George Floyd's murderers. Yes, and before the shootings that happened in the same week and the news mm -hmm. about other shootings. For instance, um, Dante Wright at the traffic stop, Makia Bryant in Ohio, the 16-year-old girl, and the body cam footage that was released of Adam Toledo, a mm -hmm. 13-year-old boy, I believe. Yeah. It's <laughs> strangely ironic that it was this episode <laughs> that's dropping this week. Right. And I think... At least I feel I'm going to speak for myself, and you, Valerie, you can speak for yourself. But it feels like what we were, how we were speaking about this episode is maybe a little bit out of tune in light of these very, very recent events that happened since we recorded it. Out of tune is a really good way of putting it. And it was unintentional right. on our parts. But yeah. having, having lived through this current week, mm -hmm. it's we both came to the realization that we look at looking back on, on how we recorded this, this episode and this episode itself right. uh, of, the, of the show is just too, uh, like you said, frivolous. It's, it's too serious a topic to be talked about in the manner that we talked about. And it's too serious a topic uh, to do on a, you know, a ghost show. Yeah, yeah. A ghost hunting show. Yeah. And we, we in no way want to downplay the reality of racism or how it's portrayed in media you know even in our the silly ghost hunting show mm -hmm. um but frankly the writers missed a mark you know they tried to use this heavy topic as motivation for an evil spirit i mean an evil spirit yeah and they have a tendency to do this with other heavy topics too and they always focus on the on the ghost thing rather than the real life thing right um and it they missed the mark, especially in this one. Yeah. Um, but in all other ones, too. Yeah. You know, you're kind of left with a with a bad taste in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, and we do we do hit on that a little bit in the yeah. podcast, as you'll hear. Um, we do not do a deep dive into racism and into the murder of black people. the The topic of racism and murder is something that we need to set aside for a more serious manner yeah. it deserves its own its own focus and its own time and instead of it being a side commentary during a, a tv show yeah yeah we did focus more on the things that we enjoyed about it um and also the things we found silly about it <laughs> yes <laughs> or just stupid that didn't involve the topic of racism uh, I think you said it earlier that they not only did they miss the mark, but they probably shouldn't have even aimed for it at all. Right. You know, it was it's. Yeah. And it may not have been their not, intention, but that doesn't matter. You know, the, it's not the road subtext. to hell is paved with good intentions. As they yes, say. exactly. <laughs> yes. Yes. Racism and the murder of, of black people should not be a punchline uh, exactly. in in a TV show. It should not be the, you know, the, the plot line. Yeah. of a of a light-hearted scary ghost tv show yeah not only a plot line but a a subplot yeah that's the word a subplot yeah. line 
So I'll leave it with someone who said it better than I did, <laughs> a professor <laughs> at a school writing a whole article about um, supernatural and real life issues and touches on this episode where they say, supernatural unearthed the racism of the past. However, it also infers that racism only belongs to the past and in defeating the racist spirit, it is being buried for good. Absolutely. That was well said. I wish we could have come up with those words, Sammy, but... Uh... <laughs> Well, Suffice a, to say, not we're not doctors. No, no, nope. <laughs> nope. We we had good intentions going into this uh, this podcast episode. Uh, we realized that we may have been in over our heads. Now we're going back and listening to it and knowing that it's dropping this week of all weeks, we just realized it wasn't it was not our intention to make light of this, and and we apologize if it yeah, comes across sorry. that way. We're sorry. We are. So with that being said, uh, and you can choose to not listen to it, it's fine. Let's just start the episode, and, and we're just going to leave it how it is, because... That's how it was. That's how it was, yeah. <laughs> that's I don't how it want was. To, I don't want to sugarcoat anything, or uh, pretend like I'm better than I was. <laughs> it's it's who we were. It's who we were yeah. at the time. And, and then we recognize that we can be better. So let's let's do better. Yeah. Yeah. We will be better. Thanks for listening to this, and we'll see you in a few seconds. Hi, welcome back to Salt and Burn This. My name is Sammy. I'm Valerie. And this is our Supernatural Rewatch podcast. Yes. Rewatching away. Um, Trucking I away, had... if you will. Ha ha ha! Ha 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 ha. Okay, sorry, um, go ahead. Oh, I went to the dentist. Tee Finally. What has it been like Finally, 12 years? Four and a half, five years, <laughs> at least five years since I went. Um, and they were like, first thing they said to me is, uh, so do you drink coffee? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> um, and they were in there for like two, two plus hours. Just, <laughs> oh, God. Jesus, two hours. What are you doing? <laughs> they, they scraped above the gum line, down below oh the gosh. gum line. They polished, they ground out. I mean, they my teeth look amazing. Yeah. Um but yeah, 2 hours. But this dentist had like the dentist chair was like a massage chair. Ooh. So I was like, "All right, this isn't too bad." Yeah. And of course they had a little TV above my head so I could watch Friends, which, you know, which kind of made me giggle that my hygienist was like, "Is this the shark porn episode?" <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was over 2 hours in the chair of getting my teeth cleaned. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so don't do that. Just go to the dentist. Get her done. But now Yay. I feel very feel good about my teeth and I'm flossing again, so that's good. See how I long that lasts. I haven't flossed in 20 years. Okay, so I'm going to say two weeks before you go to the dentist, start flossing. Nope. Because otherwise they're just going to saw you they in half. No, they never do. They never really? do. Oh, my They God, even my... say just like, wow, you take amazing care of your teeth. Whatever you're doing, just keep doing. And I yeah. say, great. Right. And I don't tell them that I don't floss. <laughs> oh, I think gosh. I just have my teeth are spaced out just enough that the 
toothbrush gets it but I, I also am pretty you're um, good with your brushing I'm very good with my teeth brushing yeah. and taking care of my teeth yeah unfortunately but, my teeth are crowded so yeah. I hate no. flossing no I go to the but, dentist every six months and they're just like oh wow you I love seeing you because you take such good care of your teeth and I'm like thanks <laughs> oh, see, another reason why I hate the dentist because I get questions like so do you drink coffee when was the last time you flossed you know <laughs> it's like go fuck yourself Okay, season one, episode 13, route 666. The devil's down in Dixie, and he's driving one scary truck. <laughs> Sam and Dean investigate when something wheeled, metallic, and evil forces a series of African-American drivers off the road to their deaths. Written by Eugenie Ross Lemming and Brad Buckner, and directed by Paul Shapiro. Okay. Um... So again, I yeah. mentioned in our last episode, it's like, hey, they are fine. They're playing around with a pun. Finally, yeah, you yes, know, route six six six. Yes, the Devil's Highway. Yes, yes. Um, although racist killer phantom truck, I think could have been a good title for this episode <laughs> yeah. as well. And maybe question mark followed by WTF exclamation point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's really all I you don't need mean... for the description. Also, yes. <laughs> save some ink on that one right i disliked this episode uh yeah it was it was eh, eh. there i it wasn't i mean to go from uh faith right we had hold on we had faith just before that Mm -hmm. scarecrow before that Mm -hmm. uh asylum before that yeah so they were on a roll home so right yeah exactly they were on a roll yeah and so to plop this episode in i was let down Uh, let me just say Mm -hmm. that it was i was let down from the momentum that they had built up not only with the storyline but with just uh my expectations of how the episodes affect me right you know the storytelling um and how it affected me Mm -hmm. the acting was still great directing Mm -hmm. still pretty great uh, the production values on this episode, I love the cinematography. I thought they pulled out the stops, you know, you know, when you hearken back to bugs, you know, no plastic bugs in this episode. <laughs> yeah. There was just fantastic cinematography, very textural, you know, the, the, the images that you saw told a story. And, mm-hmm. and I loved that. I just wish the story had told a story. I was reading up on uh, Eric Kripke's opinion of this episode, and he was he w- kind of had the same feelings. It was like, yeah, it wasn't as scary as I had hoped it would be. They wanted more car chases. Like, that's kind mm-hmm. of what they wanted this episode to be, was just, like, a mess of car chases. But they couldn't afford it. Sure. And also, he was just like, the truck was just not scary. Enough. No, it, it, really it wasn't, wasn't in my in my head, you know, it was scarier, but mm-hmm. it just, you know, we couldn't pull it off. Yeah, I've, uh, you know, with all, a lot of the cross country driving I've done, I, uh, I'm still slightly on edge when semis, you know, come mm-hmm. up behind me. It's threatening and it's scary yeah. because it could just roll right over you. This truck that, you know, spoiler alert, this <laughs> this episode has a killer truck in it. Uh, is not 
threatening the way like a semi would be. It's, it's yeah, it's not threatening, and it also doesn't really look ghosty. Yeah, yeah, it, it's definitely there's no creep factor to it. So let's start the episode. So the opening okay. teaser is a man in a car, a black man in a car, because that is specific yes. uh, for this for episode. this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in a car driving down at night, and then all of a sudden there's this giant truck behind him with, um, you know, that rope. I don't know the name of it, like just a row of lights up at the, you know, the the top mm-hmm. of the truck. You know, it's like not just the two lights. headlights. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Like hunting or like lights. a monster truck. It looks like a mini monster it truck. It does look like a monster truck. Yeah. His like radio starts fitzing out. So he turns off oh, the that's radio. Right. Mm-hmm. And so he's just driving in, in silence. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, there's this blinding lights in his, in his Behind rear view. Him. And it's mm-hmm. a big truck and it's like a stomping, snorting you know, big exhaust columns on the side. It yeah. is a souped up big truck. Mm-hmm. And speeding up on him, like riding right up on his ass. Yeah. Tails him, it rams him once. It's like, uh-huh. boom, and he's like, holy cow. And he yeah, tries yeah. to, you know, drive away faster. Mm-hmm. And as he's driving away faster, suddenly the truck isn't there. And mm-hmm. then uh, suddenly uh, this man's radio turns back on by itself, which is weird because it didn't turn off by itself. He actually turned off the radio, but suddenly it pops back on again. Um, and it's, you know, clear as day. You can hear the weather forecast. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, that was weird. So now he's just driving down the road again and things seem normal mm-hmm. until he looks up because now the truck is in front of him, yeah. facing him on the, on the road, the yeah. lights blinding him. He slams on his breaks he's you know spins out in the road and now he's trying to drive back down the way he came away from this truck that is now following him back chasing him Mm -hmm. chasing him down the road and and ramming him not like bumping him ramming him crushes the trunk his back window explodes this guy is terrified Mm -hmm. um and he's trying to keep control of his car and this truck just keeps coming keeps coming and then shoves this car off the road through a construction barrier the car flips um and it doesn't look like anyone could have survived this it's a horrific crash yeah and once the car comes to a rest like upside down uh the 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 black truck pulls up you know slowly up onto the accident scene revs its engine like and then starts to back away again but then as it's backing away it fades out like it disappears yeah it just kind of fades out of sight just like a hookman does yeah it's definitely a ghost truck oh poor guy oh i just felt so bad for him the terror in his eyes because the shots of of the black driver was like his eyes in the rearview mirror and they were just terrified mm-hmm. now that is terrifying um <laughs> i do just want to say that all of the production team or like the stunt production team had a blast with this scene like trying to get the car onto the this trick shot you know the the car the the crashing car yeah 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 like going over the ramp they were just like oh man this was so much fun you know boys in their cars (laughs) oh my gosh no that's great that's everything this must have been so much fun to like oh yeah choreograph and rehearse and because like you said car chases yes so it's just like car chases and squealing brakes Uh and spinning out and launching cars into the air so sam and dean yeah sam and dean (laughs) on their way to pennsylvania Yes, they're at a um, gas station talking about, like, oh, we can miss the traffic. But Dean is on the phone 
gets off the phone. He said, yeah, that's great, except we're not going to Pennsylvania. Uh, he just got a call from a friend or an old friend. And, <laughs> yes, you know, specifically an yes. old friend. And uh, her father just died and thinks that it might be something up their alley. So he's going to go there instead. Right. So there's all this cryptic talk about, you He's know, being very vague about who just called him. Yes. And who just called him. Yeah. You know, so an old friend? Yes, not a new friend. What does that mean? You know, and, and he's so tight-lipped about it. Um, and Sam just takes this opportunity to be the most badgering little brother ever. He's like, so who is it? Who is this old friend? Her, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, so did you kiss her? I mean, he didn't say that. <laughs> no, but, it was... but see, Dean finally just says, look, we dated for a couple of weeks. You know, dad and I were working a a gig in um, Ohio and you know he met her as she was finishing college um, and he said we dated for a couple of weeks and then Sam like he kind of washes that aside he's like uh so how did she know what we yeah. do like well she called you because she knew what you did what yeah. we do so but how did she know if we weren't supposed to tell anybody you know I dated Jess for a year and a half and you know lied to her didn't tell her uh-huh. And you dated this girl for two weeks and you told her? Yeah, you told her the big family secret, the one rule that don't let anybody know what we do. Yeah, the one. And so Sam is like, he seems pissed, but he's not overly pissed. No, he's, yeah. He's I think just he's like, more like, hey, hey you have it. That's you have not fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because oh. I did hear Sam say, oh, you just date a girl a couple weeks in Ohio. I didn't catch that he met her in Ohio because then later on, it's like, they're not in Ohio. They're in like Mississippi or something. Uh, <laughs> backstory on the actual writing of this episode was supposed to take place in the South, but it started snowing in um, Canada <laughs> where they were yeah. filming. They moved it from Mississippi to Missouri. So next scene, we meet Cassie and mm-hmm. Jimmy. Um, they're talking to the mayor of the town, and it sounds like the mayor's telling the newspaper not to print anything about this accident. And uh, Cassie is, I'm assuming, a reporter, you know, who's saying, you know, the mayor doesn't get to tell us what we can and can't print. So she's already yeah. this, like, you know, stand-up kind of person. But one thing that that I was concerned about, because the, the mayor says, you know, you're too close to this. I'm sorry your father died, but, you know, maybe you should take a step back because then you would hear that I'm just saying this isn't newsworthy type mm-hmm. of a thing. And I was like, okay, so Cassie's father was the one who was killed in that car. And that just happened last night, right? Or maybe the day before, like the night before. Yeah, within a couple of days, I would yeah, think. And she's more fine. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. I was that and it confused me. I was like, well, uh, she's not upset about her dad being dead. She's upset yeah. that she can't talk about it. You know, yeah. um, well, I what I read from that was that her and Jimmy wanted to put their I, I don't want to say their own angle, but their own opinion on it. Because um, mm-hmm. Jimmy does say it's like this is the second car wreck that's happened and, within a short amount of time, and they're both black, right? You know, so right. I think that they they wanted to say something about that. It's like there's two black people, you know, specifically right. pointing out. It's not black only people who are yeah not only um, two car accidents on mm-hmm. this same road in such a short yeah. time two black men have been killed yeah um yeah so you're right he probably 
that could be another reason why the mayor was like yeah because the mayor didn't seem to me as like someone who was like oh don't write about a car accident you know i think he was just like don't you know please don't put this spin on it right not arguing we're not not, that was right that's the right thing to do but (laughs) all right that was just that was it was a way of painting the mayor in a slightly suspicious yeah light Yes, uh, but back to Cassie not being upset. Yeah. Yes, you are right. She was totally j- just fine that her father just died. However, this that's a recurring theme I've seen in uh, a few of these episodes. Uh, for instance, Dead in the Water. Mm-hmm. You know, right. there's a few people around the, the guest star of that. Um, I forget her name, right. but Amy her, Acker's her. character. <laughs> that she was just kind of fine. And even the next day after her own father her. died... From a ghost. Sacrificed himself. Yeah. (laughs) You know, she was just like, oh, okay, it's fine. You know, she was totally even keeled and did not have some snacks for the road. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So So, it's interesting that it's, that is a recurring uh, circumstance. Yeah. But, but it does, I have, it's jarring. It's jarring when you don't see people acting the way you think they should be acting. Yes. Um, not to say there's anything wrong with it. It, it just right. kind of took me aback that I was like, well, what's she more upset about? The newspaper story mm-hmm. or her father that's been potentially murdered because she did call Dean and say, this is suspicious. Yeah. In walk Sam and Dean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I loved this shot. Cassie sees Dean and she looks relieved for a hot second. She yeah. looks happy slash relieved to see him. Not like mm-hmm. big, beautiful smile, but there's just like a little bit of a release that you can see on yeah. her face that she's glad yeah. to see him. Yes. Um, but then looks uncomfortable at the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And of course, Sam sees this. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And he sees Dean's reaction, which is like he's Dean's like all hi Cassie, you know, very yeah. like mm-hmm. all business, you know. And Sam's just like looking back and forth between the two of yeah, them. I and know. He's got that little subtle, grin right. The Sam <laughs> shit eating grin. And I and I just I kind of would picture him doing this, like, all right, let's let's just sit back and watch what uh-huh. happens here. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yep. Sam enjoyed it. He's starting to He's digging this. All right. So then we cut to Cassie's house. Uh, Her and and Sam and Dean are in there and they're talking about the incident. And she says that a few days before, um, her dad had mentioned to her mom, I think, right, Mm -hmm. that he had seen a truck kind of disappear and disappear. Yeah. 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 And he was scared. Like she, she mentions that, you know, and he was nervous and scared about this but cassie says she's still skeptical about this like ghost stuff you know she's like how am i supposed to believe you know that Mm -hmm. potentially a ghost truck is is responsible for my dad's crash Mm -hmm. but she does also (laughs) mention that there there was only one set of tracks in the accident at the accident yeah Mm -hmm. and one of the things that bothered me about her description though is she kept talking about like but my dad's car was dented. Sam says, but, you know, could it have been on the car before? She's like, it was a brand new car. My dad worked at a dealership. He always drove new cars. She made it sound like someone dented the car. Not that the entire trunk was smashed in from being rammed. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. So the fact that she kept using the word dented and it, and they, I was like, but it wasn't dented. 
You know, it was mashed. Yeah. It was rammed from behind. Well, I think I think mostly what she was getting at was there was another car involved, but there was no signs of another car being involved except for the damage to the car. Yes. You know, she was like, there's only one set of, you know, tracks, tracks there. And there's no way his car could have looked like that, you know, just by running off the road. Right. I I understand. So Dean's mad. He's, you know, when she's describing her skepticism over the, the ghost stuff, <laughs> yeah. he's like, well, you said I was nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, yeah, <laughs> you told me, you know, that you and your family pop ghosts. But then mom enters, like mm-hmm. mom, mom's been out, you know, didn't know that D- Dean and Sam were going to be there. And so is taken aback by people in her home mm-hmm. and rightfully doesn't really want to talk to anybody Right. In this, you know, the day after her husband was killed by a car accident, we'll just say. Yeah. Cassie introduces Dean as her friend from college. Mm-hmm. And Sam loves this. That, he, that, <laughs> that he's not introduced as this is, you know, my ex-boyfriend or yeah. an ex-boyfriend or I, you know, Whatever. dated. Mm-hmm. Nope. And Dean looks a little hurt by it. But when she said that, I was like, ah. So they didn't date long enough for Dean to have met the parents. Right. Yeah. Um, it seems like the depth of their emotions for each other mm-hmm. uh, would have, they would have been dating for more than a few weeks. He says a couple of weeks. I'm going to say it was more than two weeks. I'm just yeah. going to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. But still not long enough to have either met the parents or it wasn't the type of relationship where Cassie would have brought him home to meet the parents. I will say... Um... <laughs> I have had boyfriends before where they, I did not even tell my parents that I was dating someone for Uh even up to a year or more. (laughs) But, you know, that's just, wow. That's the kind of relationship I have with my parents. That's not a bad relationship. (laughs) I'm just a very private person and I just don't like to really discuss my private life or my romantic life with them for whatever reason. So okay. this is not as, that's not as unbelievable to me. Um, okay. As it's like, oh, as really? She didn't, yeah. Um, no, it wasn't like a, I didn't mean it to be like, oh, she didn't tell him. Yeah, but yeah, it yeah. just, you know, it's a, it's a clue to their relationship, mm-hmm. which is, A, yeah. they, he never got the chance to, like, they didn't date long enough before he got to meet the parents, or mm-hmm. it, she didn't want him to meet her parents. Right. And because one of my questions to myself is, why did she date Dean? Mm. Because they're clearly two very different people. You know, Dean, what we what we discover about Dean in this relationship is that he uh, was moved to be somebody that he wasn't normally, which was he opened up to her. He, you know, told her the truth about things that he doesn't know why. He didn't want to lie to her. Um, so... But what was it about the two of them? Like, what brought them together and what kept them together? Because I actually may have some, I may actually may have some insight about that, but I want to wait until we get to a different moment to discuss it. Cut to. (laughs) The next thing we see is another crashed car. The camera kind of rolls up on a car that is, that is also just crashed and crushed. And the accident must have just happened because like, yeah, it's it's the aftermath of the accident rather than, you know, during the accident. And, uh, and it's Jimmy. Yeah. And that makes it made me earlier. sad because he 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 was concerned, he was caring, he wanted yeah. to know what was going on. 
Um, and he specifically was saying, it's like, it's just black people who are dying. Yep. You know, and now he, let us let us tell the story. Mm-hmm. Yep. And unfortunately, he's now the third black man to have been killed mm-hmm. on this road. And as the camera pulls away from Jimmy's face, which we can clearly see he's been killed. There's that same black truck. Yeah. Ghost revving. Truck. Yeah. yeah. The ghost <laughs> truck revving, revving, and then it backs away and it fades out again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I wrote down lame. Yeah. <laughs> um, the uh, I just wanted to point out real quick that the uh, the actor who plays Jimmy, I recognized him uh, mm-hmm. from an episode of Stargate. He had a really substantial role. It was a one off. Yeah. Um, and it was a really good role. It was like it was a really sweet episode. He kind of he kind of was. I want to say he was the same guy, but he has this face. He has a very sweet face and a sweet yeah. demeanor as a as a performer. Mm-hmm. And he played another very sympathetic character. And I recognized him like right away. So oh, interesting. I was, yeah, I was happy to see him on this, and I was sad to see his character get murdered. Yeah, go away so quickly, especially. Yeah. So. so the oh truck- yeah, I have oh. I have here written down. Cassie is awfully put together for having three people in her life die. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I noticed um, that when when they were at the scene of the it's at they're at the scene of the crime essentially, right? Yeah, they, Cass- they're she's at the accident scene. Yeah, you know, with, with the mayor. Sam and Dean mm-hmm, and the mayor. And she's um, like begging him to, you know, do something about this. You know, this is shut down the road. Yeah. Yeah. And he and Mayor says, I was like, this is the only road in and out of town. You want me to close the only road? You know. Yeah. And, and she says, Would you do it if they were white? Right. And white, yeah. And he of course says, you know, how you know, of all the people, Cassie, you shouldn't call me racist. And she's like, yeah. Well, what do you mean? And he says, Go ask your mother. Yeah. Which again, cryptic. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't paint the mayor in a very positive light. No. Um, just because it's cryptic and we don't know enough about him, except right now we think he's he's a jerk. Yeah, um, it just kind of looks like he's trying to cover something up. Or yeah, I mean, he could have leaned into it a little bit and been like, "Okay, third black man died on the road in less than a month. We should look into this." You know, mm-hmm. he could have just said that. Yeah, and he didn't. Yeah. So cut to the boys are getting dressed in suits, uh, assuming that they're gonna go. Um... They're they're in their phantom traveler suits. Oh yeah, their <laughs> their first suits. Um, yes, and and Sam is yet again being a twat and just being like, <laughs> oh, so are you gonna go, go go see uh, go see Cassie, you go know, see girl, go girlfriend. Things. Yeah, yeah. I just want to point. <laughs> yeah, and he's just like shut it. I just want to point out that uh, while they're uh, looking in the mirrors and putting on their ties and stuff on the wall is that sunburst clock that I've mentioned oh. times that shows up in the <laughs> motel rooms. It is prominently there on oh, the next to the mirror. So I just wrote sunburst on the walls. So keep an eye out for that, ladies and gentlemen. It makes more appearances for no particular reason. Yeah. Now the boys are, the next scene is they're at the docks uh, mm-hmm. in their... Um, personas as uh, i call i've been calling it an id check you know (laughs) okay that's good too but but what's funny is what we know about these characters is that later on they definitely have a stash of actual id cards Mm -hmm. right so far we've only seen seen them use them once and it was in the first episode wasn't it yeah, we haven't. We they've said that they're different people, but I we haven't. They haven't like whipped out ID cards. 
But yeah, they're, this, they're this time they're insurance agents. <laughs> Which, like, what insurance agent shows up, <laughs> you know, you know, at the docks and asks random friends of an accident victim's questions? Yeah, but I, yeah, it was odd. Yeah, but, but anyway, you know, they approach two men. <laughs> just noting, one is black and one is white, and they are friends or coworkers of. Now, are Jimmy. they looking up Jimmy? Okay. Yeah, it's Jimmy. They were asking about Jimmy. They are asking about his state of mind, um, uh, like, around when the accident happened. Had he mentioned before the accident, had he mentioned uh, a truck, mm. you know? And while the white guy that they were asking was not helpful at all, was very He was defensive. just being such an asshole he, for, like, no just reason. Being, yeah, he was just being a dick. But I wonder if it's that whole, you know, strangers come in from out of town yeah. and are, you know, asking questions. Because at first I thought maybe this guy was just a total racist, too. But he's not. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's sitting there next to his black friend playing checkers, and I'm assuming mm-hmm. they're eating together. Uh, he just doesn't answer the questions. Whereas yeah. the um, his his black friend, who's who I don't think I ever caught his name, no, I didn't. Uh, they might not even have names. They might just yeah. be dock workers in this script. You know what I mean? Yeah. I and it's like, so, uh, it's like, well, you know, funny you should mention a big black truck because mm-hmm. I remember stories being told about a big black truck. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it turns but out that he's 60s. remembering stories, right, from the 60s. Yeah. That, that there was black men being killed. Um, yes. And there was always He's, like a black truck at the scene. Yes. He was, I mean, he was essentially describing a, a series of lynchings. You know, they don't mm-hmm. say that word, but um, right. that is what it was. And, you know, he kind of gives the, uh, he, he says in a, in a polite way that the town used to be racist. You know, it's just like, well, mm-hmm. you know, people didn't take us. too kindly to people like us back then. Something along those Something lines. Something like you know? that. Yes. Yes. He, he he says the town has a racist past, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, and no one ever looked into those deaths. So right. so men, black men, were being murdered, but no one was ever, no one looked into it, mm-hmm. which makes you think again that maybe the mayor is doing the same thing. Right. Even right. though that's not what's mentioned, but it makes me think that. So here's a little opera shout out. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't specifically shout out out opera but the sam and dean are are, you know walk away and they're discussing like what could this possibly be if they're talking about a truck that existed in the 60s and now there's a truck that's like running people off the road could it be a ghost truck Mm -hmm. um and if so that sounds like the um the flying dutchman story Mm -hmm. and uh the, the the and it's it doesn't quite fit just just for the record uh because dean says that the the ghost that, that the ship was infused with the evil of the captain, mm-hmm. uh, and that's not what Dutchman is about in either the opera or in the original mm. storytelling. Um, the the captain of the Dutchman uh, is is cursed and doomed to sail around the the Cape of uh, Good Hope um, forever because mm-hmm. in at the time when they were they're trying to sail around the cape they got caught in a storm and everyone on board was like we're never going to make it we're never going to make it and he makes a deal with the devil he says i will absolutely sail till the end of time but i will make it around this cape and the devil was like you got it sail until the end of time and so so the 
the captain and his ship are cursed to sail until the end of time. That's so not it's the more same. like the Pirates of the Caribbean storyline than, than what they're exactly. saying here. Exactly, exactly. And in the opera version of, of Dutchman, uh, it's more a story about redemption through love. So the captain and his ship are cursed, um, but if the captain finds love, then his curse will be lifted. So the captain gets like, I think it's every six or seven years, his ship can sail into shore. He can look for someone to uh, love him. And uh, if he doesn't find that person, he's doomed to get back on the ship for another seven years, you know, that type of thing. So also uh, like the Pirates of the Caribbean. Absolutely. <laughs> not like Route 666, because um, no. that's not what's what's happening here. So right. roughly, yes, but but no, because the ships were not infused with the evil of the captain. That's that's right. not the story of the Dutchman. So yeah, but they have a history, uh, meaning supernatural has a history of kind of bending the uh, an old myth or old right. wives' Shape. tale or whatever yes. to their benefit. So I'm, <laughs> I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying yeah, 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 yeah. You know, to take it literally, it, not quite, not yeah. quite. I didn't know much yes. about the Flying Dutchman. Like I, there's. <laughs> In SpongeBob SquarePants, there is a funny Dutchman <laughs> character who's very funny, but and evil, but you know, in a cartoony <laughs> kind of way. <laughs> and I have never, um, I was never on that show, the opera. So, oh, okay, get a chance to see it or hear it or anything. Der Fliegen Hollander. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Gesundheit. But okay, so not they connect it sort of to the Flying Dutchman. They realize it's not just a racial issue, but it's specifically towards Cassie's family and friends. It's like all mm. these people that are around Cassie. So she's what's something to do with yeah. it. Yeah, what's the connection? Yeah. And then here's where Sam is again, his little brat. He's like, well, why did you go talk to her? Maybe you'll go talk to her and I'll go do something else. And maybe you'll talk to her about that other thing, the unfinished business. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I know, but... but Dean does reveal um, the extent of his relationship. Yes, that he was in love with her, or at least Sam. Sam, Sam pulls says it, it out of him. Yes, yeah. yes, Sam pulls it. It's exactly right. Yeah, and it's like one word at a time, and uh -huh. it's all based on it's it's Sam. Like looks at Dean, and by based on Dean's expression, Sam's like, "Oh, you loved her." Yeah, you know, and Sam doesn't say anything, and he's like. And you broke up with her, and he doesn't say anything. <laughs> oh, she broke up with you. It's like, <laughs> so it's Sam who's figuring it all out by Dean's facial expressions and yeah. by how uncomfortable he is. <laughs> yes, and, and I, I think Sam Sam is enjoying, you know, because Dean is always like the horn dog of the pair, you know, just like these one night stands and all of this, and here yeah. he is with a serious relationship and. When was the last time Sam saw that, you know? Probably right. never. Right. And like embarrassed and uncomfortable about having had a long-term yeah. relationship as opposed <laughs> yeah. to, you know, being proud of his one-night stands. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then... Um, Dean goes to Cassie's. Yeah, Dean goes to Cassie's. And I... All I wrote down here were Jimmy and Dorian. And I left space because I was going to go back and, and listen to it again. And I just didn't get a chance to because I was a little confused during this dialogue. You know, they were just kind of throwing some names here and there. And maybe I just wasn't like my attention span wasn't there or something. But I just yeah. didn't 
So what did you get? If you well, Cassie reveals more of the town's racist history by saying mm -hmm. that uh, the newspaper used to belong to the Dorian family, and it was they had all white um, rules, like they, there was no black people allowed to mm -hmm. work. But as soon as they sold the paper, then Jimmy came on as the first black employee of the newspaper and was able to work his way up to like head editor. So he was the first black employee of what used to be an all white newspaper. And he uh, worked his way up to become like a head honcho at that Got newspaper. It. Got it. Okay. So that's the Jimmy connection to the Dorian name. Dorians. Okay. Yep. Got it. Yep. And then, and then they start in on, you know, Dean and, and Cassie start in on their relationship. Yeah. yeah the conversation about, you know, the clues in the research as you know about the accident and jimmy and mm -hmm. all of that is done and they're yes. still alone so now they move on to Themselves. and she said it's cute the way she segued you know she's like so sam isn't here Where's sam <laughs> yeah oh so you need my brother here so that it's you know easier for you to talk to me yeah. you know so they're fighting already you know, yeah. dean's on the defensive already mm -hmm. and and i feel bad for dean i really do because he's like he's like walking away from her and like working himself into like this corner you know so he's like protected <laughs> on all sides he's not like face to face with her yeah and uh and he says you know i was coldly up front with you mm -hmm. and you nailed me with it i was honest and you nailed me because of my honesty and she says she's trying to admit that she thought he was trying to break up with her by saying something crazy to make her mm -hmm. leave him. Yeah. And then she realizes that, no, that wasn't the case. And she realizes that she hurt him in the process. And she's like, but I didn't mean to hurt you by breaking up with you. I thought you were trying to leave me. Yeah. And, you know, I don't blame her. I think if someone were to tell me, it's like, yeah, hey, I hunt ghosts for a living. Right. I would be like, excuse me. <laughs> right. The, that how do you get it? How do you break up with a girl? You get her to break up with you. You know, yeah. that's that's and, how you do but it. But she also calls him out on his I called it emotional impotence, you know, where anytime he gets uncomfortable or is about to open up, you know, he cracks a joke or you yep. know, just shuts it down. So she calls him out on that and she was Absolutely. right to do so. Yeah. Yeah. Um and, uh, but I still feel bad for him because it, it's all, yeah. it's all self-protection, you know, because she hurt him. I said, he broke the rule. He broke the family rule mm -hmm. about not telling people the family mm -hmm. business. Um, and he got hurt in the process. So like two things happened. One, he broke the rule. And then two, yeah. his punishment was she broke up with him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but I don't blame her either because, you know, usually the, the talk comes when something unbelievable happens, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. And then it's easier for that person to say, oh, my God, you know, I just, I can't believe it. But how can I not believe it when I just saw it happen with my own eyes? You know, nothing happened, I am assuming, with Cassie, you know, when he was decided to tell, give her the talk. Right. I, I You know right. what? He had I to leave the town. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. He was getting ready to leave town to go on a hunt with dad. And so yeah. he decided to tell her the truth and she just thought he was trying to leave town and not have to worry about yeah coming back. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just miscommunication, you know. Yeah. A very uh, intense yeah. kind of way, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but given their circumstances, completely understandable that yeah. he said 
what he said she did what she did and then there was no coming back to it because yeah you know he was hurt and she was Mm -hmm. yeah she She was hurt too you know she was just like you're just making excuses so you can leave but she also thought he was maybe dangerous which good for her for for severing ties to be like yeah you know and take myself out of that Mm -hmm. you know that something that could have been dangerous so Mm -hmm. Understandable. So they yell, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they yell, they scream, they apologize, and then they start making out. Yes. <laughs> and then they have sex, and it's. <gasps> well, I appreciate a shirtless, naked Jensen Ackles. Mm-hmm. This sex was a little uncomfortable for me. It went on for so long. I. I was like, okay. I mean, not that I was uncomfortable with them having sex, but I, mm-hmm. I found myself like kind of looking at my watch, like, okay, there's <laughs> time to move on, you know, with the story. But okay, so here, here's where I'm going to disagree uh, with me. No, no, <laughs> no, because I said I was just like I have some, I have some input oh, yeah. on that, and this is yes. why. Okay. So, and this, and this made me rethink kind of the way uh that maybe dean's character has been approached up until this point okay so the network was really pushy with them on romance in general you know like the the production team of supernatural they're like we want this to be about monsters you know like brothers hunting monsters and blah 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 but the network was like "Mm, we want a romance a show's got to have a romance also, and this really pissed me off when I read it, the network didn't really have much to say about any of the violence they, they have on the show. They have a, f- a few slashing. scenes earlier. Yeah, 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 yeah. And a few scenes earlier, you know, the guys in the car, you know, just like completely smashed up. A little yeah. bit later, there's like another smashed up base that's really gruesome looking. Yeah. They don't get a lot of notes on that. They got a note on this scene. But can you guess why? Well, my instinct is to say because it was an interracial love scene. No, 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 no. Good. I'm glad it wasn't that. <laughs> but well, I mean, because I can't think of anything else. The that... girl was on top. They said the girl what? can't be on top. That was the network's note to them: is that the girl can't be on top. I have nothing to say to that. Other, I, I mean, know, right? <laughs> I have, I have nothing to say to that. That's kind of like saying, you know, you what? I don't even know what that's kind of like saying. You know, yeah. oh, she should be drinking tea instead of coffee. What? What? What difference does it does it make? Couldn't figure that one out. <laughs> yeah, I I can't. I can't because I mean, sex is sex. So and yeah. girls are. Um, I hate to say it. <laughs> Missionary is. You know, this isn't. I love it's not Lucy. Not the only show. choice. Yeah, <laughs> it's not the only choice. Right? Exactly. You know, we they. You know, Lucy and Desi push their beds together eventually. You know, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this is. That's stupid. But hey, guess what? She was on top. So for a little bit. Yeah. So they got their way a little bit at least. But I think they were having so much pressure from the network to have a romance that isn't just Dean flirting, you know, or making eyes. This is why Cassie happened. That would be my theory. Okay. I I can see that. I can Mm -hmm. absolutely see that. Um, I didn't Mm -hmm. see that until you just said it. We're getting there, Sam. Yeah. While they're getting it on, the mayor is at... It looks like it's a construction site, but um, like something's been demoed because he's looking at ground plans and schematics and there's like a bulldozer. Rolls up his schematics and goes and puts them in the car with the license plate that says Mississippi. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We already just talked about that. 
Uh, and suddenly, big black truck appears. Mm-hmm. Space to face in broad daylight. Broad daylight, right. And bright lights still, room, room. And the mayor turns and runs. Yeah, he's, he's just on like, foot and running. Yeah, yeah. And this truck chases him. No problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, runs him yeah. down. And runs him down, and he goes, you know, hits him, goes, fle- mm-hmm. goes flying down a hillside, and he is just demolished. His face is crushed. Yeah. He is, I mean, they did a, oh. That was, it was a gnarly, pretty, yeah. It was like half of his mouth was ripped off. Ooh. Yeah. He wasn't just hit by this truck. This truck, mm-hmm. like, crushed him. And then it drives off and fades out as it's driving yep. off in its typical fadeaway. Yeah. Now, I have a question as a non-car person. Yes. Is does this look like a truck from the sixties to you? The the body of the truck, yes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Absolutely. But the uh the added lights on the top are very seventies and eighties. Um but the body yeah. of the truck is definitely it may not be like nineteen sixty, but maybe, mm-hmm. you know, sixty two, sixty four. But yeah. yeah. But the upgrades that were made to the truck to make it more monstery are absolutely not i mean those the chrome stacks you know the chrome exhaust stacks no yeah um the yeah. lights across they were, the top it no. was too chromey for me i think to make it a period yeah truck. the body yes the upgrades i'm gonna say no so dean and cassie are post-coital <laughs> you know cuddling <laughs> they're, they're finally talking about themselves again mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and she says why did you tell me you know, why did you tell me the truth? And he says, yeah. it's because I couldn't lie to you. Yeah. And I, I was touched. I was touched by that. I really was. I was. I really liked the chemistry between these two, honestly. Yeah. Um, I liked their relationship. I like that she kept standing up for herself and she asked, I think, appropriate questions or, you know, smart questions. And was like, you know, this is a big deal to me. Like, why did you, why did you tell me? And and she's also realistic. They're, they're talking about potentially being able to make this work. Right. Realizing, though, that while they're good at fighting and they're good at sex, there's a lot of other things that, that she said we are we need to work on. Yeah. And uh, yeah. the phone rings and it's Sam. Right, right. And Sam's still busting on Dean. <laughs> I love that. So next scene we see is Dean and Sam at the accident site where mm-hmm. the, the mayor w- was killed. Mm-hmm. And then that's where Sam is still. Like, oh, you didn't come back to the motel last night, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you guys work it out? And Dean says, He is we'll be- not letting this go. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, did you work things out? Dean says, we will be working things out when we're 90, yeah. you know? So there's never going to be a worked out moment for yeah, them. Yeah. It's just, yeah. but so they move to the seriousness of the accident. And, mm-hmm. you know, Sam says the mayor was crushed. You know, yeah. like he was run over by a truck. he's white you know why was he run over by by the truck if he's white why wasn't he killed on the main road so now there's like two things that have come up that are um inconsistent with what the truck's Mm -hmm. been doing also uh, it's snowing in mississippi (laughs) yeah well in the very beginning yeah it does snow in mississippi but in the very beginning you know the radio what's playing on the radio is a weather forecast and it says unseasonably cold you know dropping Mm. into the 20s so they 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 probably set that up for later (laughs) you know put that in when it snows (laughs) yes yes 
and it was snowing a lot it was like mm-hmm. snowing when they were on the docks <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens when you film in canada uh, mississippi <laughs> um so now dean goes off to research the deaths from the 60s because they're they have to figure out what the connection is between what happened in the 60s and what is happening now yeah so he's at the newspaper with cassie mm-hmm. yeah and, and uh, sam, sam is goes- I think he goes to the courthouse to uh, to research the the town. Um, oh, yeah, because this is where he finds out he finds out about the Dorian family, the family house that uh, the property that they were on used to mm-hmm. belong to the Dorian family. The mayor bought it. Yeah, and then bulldozed the family home, and uh, that's when Cassie says, "Yeah, it was it was front page news." Um, and then they realized that's also like the next day after the mayor had that house, the Dorian family house bulldozed is when the first murder happened, when the first truck accident happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to point out here that while Sam is reading his notes um, mm-hmm. about the Dorian family, he has like a miniature dad journal. Did you notice that? It was like a I little did, leather yeah. bound notebook. And I was like, yeah. it's a mini dad journal. <laughs> He didn't just have like a steno pad, you yeah. know. Anyway, I thought like a that little was really... mini moleskin. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. So, like the Dorians were also just a big deal in this. They owned just about everything in yeah. this town, and yeah. Cyrus Dorian went missing in '63. Whose truck that was? Yeah, and uh, yeah, and the, and the first killing happened the day after the mayor bulldozed killed. his property. Yeah. Um. So. Back at home, um, uh, okay, it's just Cassie. She's home alone, at least downstairs alone. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's just wandering around, having a drink. I gotta say, the lighting in this ne- in this scene, and you know what's about to follow, the lighting mm-hmm. and the camera was fantastic. I was just like, Ooh. yeah, like I said, I love the cinematography mm-hmm. of this episode. Yeah, particularly um, the scene was impressive this one and one of the following ones which Mm -hmm. i can't wait to talk about um Mm -hmm. but yeah so she's she's at home alone having tea or something and she she hears the engine revving of the truck and she looks out the window and the truck is like right in front of her it's in her front yard the lights are shining in yeah but also the lights in the house are are flickering on and off that's right and they're going you know that sound that that static crackling electric yeah yeah. Uh-huh. So she's she's like panicking, like she's trying to close the blinds. The truck uh-huh. is still like, you know, charging the house and you think yeah. it's gonna like drive right through. And, and and like no matter where she goes, the truck is there. No matter what side of the house she runs to, the truck is mm-hmm. there. And yeah. it's just loud and it's scary. Mm-hmm. Um and she's she, very threatening. Yes. And I just wanna say that because what we see mostly is the lights shining on her, like we see the lights outside the window. I'm thinking this was their idea of a cross burning mm. because the truck turns out does not come, does not hurt her. It doesn't come into the house. It doesn't ram any walls. It's just there. It's loud. It's intimidating. And it looked like, uh, like flames flickering, like the, mm. the effect of the mm-hmm. car lights outside on her inside the house mm. just made me think of a cross burning you know, it's, it's ugly, it's intimidating, it's threatening, and yeah. it was done to scare her. And, yeah. Uh, with no true physical harm done to her. Also, the, the 
um, her dad and Jimmy, too, they also saw the truck, or at least her dad, at the very least her dad, mentioned seeing the truck right before he actually got run over. Like, it was a few days before he got run over. Yeah, yeah. He, he mentions, like, yeah, I've seen it, you know? And yeah. Dean later, because at the end of the scene, yeah, at the end of the scene, Cassie picks up the phone and she's like calling and screaming. She screams for yeah. Dean. Dean, yeah. Dean. Yeah. And then the camera stops. Then the next shot is Sam and Dean are inside the house. And she's right. saying, it's like, it just, it was there, it just, just revving up. And then it just was gone. Then it was gone. Right. And they say, it was like, well, they were, just, this was meant to scare you. Yeah. Which made me think that it was supposed to be, uh, you know, in a, an allusion yeah. to cross burning. Which, given their circumstances, I mm-hmm. totally buy what I'm selling here. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I stand behind my thought that it was a cross burning. So um, now, now Cassie's mom has reluctantly joined them mm-hmm. uh, in the living room while they're talking about you know Cassie nearly being you know killed by this by this phantom truck, mm-hmm. uh, and she reveals the story. Yes, you know. Yes, the story is. Um, she used to date Cyrus, but then broke up with him, you know, to go out with Martin, who was a black man. Yeah. And in those days, as they say so much throughout this episode, you know, interracial couples were looked down upon. This made Cyrus go into just a racist rampage. You know, right. he just started... jealous racist rampage yes. that his girlfriend not only broke up with him but broke yeah. up with him for a black man. Right. And just started killing black people or yep. just making them disappear. And her and Martin were set to get married at this church. But at the last minute, they decided to not get married in a church so they wouldn't draw any attention. But the day that they were supposed to, the church was burned. Set, yeah, burned to the ground. Yes, with a children's choir that was inside. Yeah. Cassie's mom lets it slip that... Um... Cyrus died. She's like, Cyrus oh, died yes. 40 years ago. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And that's when they catch her. This article just says that he went missing. How do you know that He's he died? Dead. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this, so they, this is to... when they push her. You know, they say, if you know something that we need to know, you need to tell us now. Her mom does the right thing. She says, okay. Uh, yeah. And, and the uh, reason Cyrus died was because Cyrus found Martin and tried to beat him to death just started beating him and beating him but then martin somehow gained control of the situation and started beating cyrus until kills him yeah kills him kills him so then martin Uh, calls jimmy and i didn't catch i didn't catch the the first victim's name but anyway it was whoever the first victim car victim was before martin so it was martin jimmy and that other guy they get together they put cyrus's body in the truck and they push it into the swamp and don't say a word. Yep. But the mayor, who at the time was part of the police, found mm-hmm. out about it. Right, because he was the investigator. Shut. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he didn't say anything about when he discovered that it was, you know, uh, Martin and Jimmy. Yeah. That he, di- he didn't say anything when he discovered that it was three black men who right. killed this white guy because he right. knew how bad the white guy was. Right. Now, part of me wants to question, though, if he, if the, if the, the now mayor deputy knew how bad Cyrus was, why wasn't he why investigating? Didn't he do anything? Yeah. Yeah. Why didn't he do anything about the other, the other missing slash dead mm-hmm. black men? And then, yeah. so that was just a question. It's like, 
maybe he couldn't, you know, maybe he couldn't at the time. Couldn't be the white guy standing up for the black guy. That that would be my guess as well. And not to say that that's the right thing to do, but... But his right thing to do was to stand up for the black man by not, you know, not outing him as having killed this horrific man. Mm -hmm. This Mm -hmm. homicidal, serial, racist killer. Right, Um, right. I have more descriptions, but I'll I'll let that go. Um, (laughs) So when Dean and Sam are alone... (laughs) <laughs> they're they're just kind of collectively scratching their heads with all of this information yeah yeah and uh one of the things i love that sam says uh he's like i miss conversations that didn't start with this killer truck <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because dean said so about this killer truck yeah <laughs> sam's like can we, can we i wish i long for the days where we didn't start yeah she's like oh with- my life is so simple I was just writing papers about, and I didn't even catch what he, something oh, who, who, a smart oh, kid would write, you know, right. <laughs> law school, right. uh, I, law student would write. <laughs> right. But they do decide uh, that they're going to have to dredge the swamp, pull the body out of the swamp and salt and burn. Now that they know that there is a body to be found. Yeah. So um, they go and they pull the truck out from the swamp. Quite easily by the way <laughs> they find it for one it's been gone yeah. for, it's been missing for 40 years but sam and dean no can find knew. it yeah yeah and they can they can pull it out of the swamp you know hook it up for one thing yeah like get to it in the swamp hook it up and haul it out of the the swamp but okay you yeah. only have 45 minutes to tell a story <laughs> a little behind the scenes moment about this um oh please do because, yeah because the you know it snowed um but it was actually a pretty massive snowstorm Oh, no. um, that they didn't film through, obviously, but just the little sprinkles. But it created so much mud uh, oh. <laughs> that that tra- the tractor that they drove was actually mm-hmm. pulled by two other tractors <laughs> because they couldn't <laughs> get any couldn't. traction at all. <laughs> oh <laughs> my gosh! <laughs> That's funny. That's pretty funny. So maybe it wasn't so easy for them to pull it out right, of the swamp, yeah. Mallory. <laughs> <laughs> So they uh, pull the pull the truck out. They open the door, and the mm-hmm. the body is there, and he's dead, and he's like mm-hmm. mummified. And mm-hmm. so oh, they... I also do. I also do want to say that still, still, while they are pulling oh, up this truck and the body out of it, Sam is still being a twerp, and <laughs> Dean was just like, "Can you focus, please?" <laughs> And I was so with Dean on this. I was just like, yeah. what the fuck, Sam? Let it go. <laughs> you are being such a little... I have so many names for Sam. Boys have a episode. penis. Girls have a vagina. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Couldn't let it go. Dean's already torn up as it is. But in this and... moment, they're, like, actively trying to burn this body so it doesn't kill any more <laughs> people. Still and Sam is still it. like, ooh, K-I-S-S-I-N-G, or whatever uh, the fuck. Right, exactly. <laughs> yes. Pull the body out, they salt and burn it. And uh, and they say, so, um, think that'll kill it, or think that'll do it? Mm-hmm. And then, like, the truck rum. appears, <laughs> rum, headlights, rum, you know, stupid rum rumming. And uh, Dean says, I guess not. (laughs) So Dean jumps in the Impala and says, I'll go distract the the truck. You burn the the swamp truck. Mm -hmm. You know, you figure it out. And Sam's like, well, I can't burn a, you know, Dean's like, figure it out (laughs) and drives off. 
and mm-hmm. luckily for Dean, the truck does drive follow, off and follow yeah. the Impala, leaving Sam to try to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> here's where I fell in love more with the cinematography yeah. of this episode. The camera, the, the Impala is going down that country road. Okay, mm-hmm. it's dark. There's no street lights. There's maybe moonlight. Um, and he's being followed by the ghost truck, like right on his tail. So the camera's on the back of the truck looking down on top of the Impala. The Impala is driving through the fog and is actually like under, is driving under slicing under the fog. So yeah. it's kind of disappearing, whereas the truck is just like blowing right through. Uh-huh. Like it was so cool great lighting great texture for the scenes um and i was just so in love with the storytelling with the pictures i yeah. thought it looked so cool yeah this is and a freaking awesome cool. car chase yeah yeah so while this awesome chase scene is happening sam is was he looking at dad's journal for a second okay i think so Okay, so one of the the flips to Sam was he is looking through Dad's journal. And then in another scene, he's looking at a map. Yes. Um, Dean calls him. He's like, hey, uh, any luck? (laughs) Got a plan yet? (laughs) I'm working on it. (laughs) Hold on, I'll get back to you. And then uh, Sam calls Cassie and asks her questions. Listen, I need you to be very specific about something. And then that's it, right? Yeah, and we don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So then Sam calls Dean back. And he's like, hey, how's it going? Um, where <laughs> are you? On my tail. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. he's like, I need you to be really, spe- you know, heading east on this road. Okay, great. Turn right. You know, Sam is just kind of just like, la, 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 la. You know? <laughs> A little too relaxed for this moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yet, and not trying to burn the truck, by the way. Not like no. pouring gasoline on the swamp truck. Not trying to burn the truck. No, he's, he's doing just... something else and right. don't quite know what, but. And he says, oh, do you see a road up ahead? Yeah. He said, okay, great. Turn left. Right. In the meantime, the truck is now driving directly next to him. Yeah, side by side. Side by side. So turning Mm -hmm. left isn't going to happen because the truck is there. Yes. And this scene was, this shot was so cool. So Dean slams on the brakes. The truck goes flying by and he makes a hard left at the same time. So he's able to turn left behind the truck as the truck goes speeding. yeah. Yeah. And now he's driving down this road, and Sam says, go uh, seven-tenths of a mile, no further. Exactly. Like, go seven-tenths, mm-hmm. exactly. And Sam's like, you know, I mean, he's like, uh, okay. And so yeah. he's just driving down, like, this broken-down road, and he's watching his odometer. And we assume he goes seven-tenths of a mile. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows he went 2.4 miles, if you actually check the odometer that they showed. <laughs> so he goes... Seven tenths of a mile, flips another bitch, like slams on the brakes, spins around, and now uh-huh. he's facing down the road that he just came down. Uh-huh. Um, but he stopped and he's just waiting. Yes. And then the truck the appears. The truck appears. Mm-hmm. And face Sam's to face. Like, I mean, down yes, the road. Down the road. Sam says, "What you know? What's going on?" And mm-hmm. he says, "Well, I'm just waiting here. <laughs> yeah. Know? And the truck's just waiting there. He's like, "All right. Well, you did what you were supposed to do, which is what, you know." <laughs> you you led him you know led him to you or something like Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. um so the truck revs you know rum rum and goes speeding down the road now and is heading straight on a collision head-on-head course with dean and the impala yeah 
and and Dean's like, what? what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? hand script at the wheel, and he's like, come on, come on. Oh, you know, what what is supposed not to be happening? I don't know. Here? He's just trying to hype himself out about something, but he doesn't yeah, really know about what either. Not shitting his pants or something. I yeah. guess. Yeah. And uh, at the minute the truck gets to Dean, it's like pretty much could have crashed into Dean in like the next millisecond or so. It just kind of ghost explodes was the only way that I could really describe it. Uh, Dean looks like he's about to have a heart attack. And Sam is still on the phone being like, hey, what happened? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> and Dean I can't, doesn't really know what happened, but he picks up the phone anyway. And he's like, it just disappeared. <laughs> and Sam's like, oh, I thought that might happen. <laughs> right, yeah. Where you are is the church. It's like, well, the church that was burned down, you know, but it's still hollowed ground. And I figured that if the ghost passed by it, it would maybe get rid of it. <laughs> yeah. Hollow ground <laughs> might destroy it. Yeah. yeah. Might destroy it. Yes. Yes. Maybe was his exact words. And Dean's like, maybe? Might? Yeah. Did you He's ever like, think about what would happen if it didn't work? Like, and honestly, Sam's like, didn't occur to me. <laughs> Oh That's my god, the love the level the level of Sam's putzness in this episode oh, right? all <laughs> Right? And of course Dean, who's like, I'm sure, you know, thinking about changing his shorts, is like, I'm gonna kill him. Yep. I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> Not only for what he just did, but maybe for everything that he's put me through these last couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> so finally Dean has like a humor moment, whereas everything up until then has just been stress kind of heavy trauma yeah. yeah um so truck has been vanquished it's the next day cassie and dean are saying their goodbyes and mm-hmm. cassie is basically saying this is a better goodbye than last time you know mm-hmm. we're being honest about you know where we're going and yeah. you know why we're leaving um and it seems like dean wants to keep the door open yeah you know and this is where cassie says that that uh, she's a realist and i don't see us we can't be together yeah and neither one of them seem terribly broken up i think they're sad i think they're sad yeah. that they missed an opportunity yeah you know earlier by what happened i don't think they're sad about not being able to be together now right no one's crying no one's you know they're not touching each other's faces mm-hmm. you know it's mm-hmm. it's a it it's was a an acceptance realist. yes yeah. That I think they'd already accepted, yeah. you know, and so they when they were thrown back together in this moment, it was, it was nice to get the closure. It wasn't. Yes, that's exactly what I was going to say. It's like they did get their closure that right. was owed to them, you know, both right. of them. Right. Um, it was. It may not have worked out anyway, but now they now they know, and they they both made the decision that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, no, knowing the truth too, you know, it's just like now. Yes. Everything is out in the open, so they have all the information, the real information, in order to make this decision. Yeah. uh, Which was nice. Um, So she says goodbye. He says, I'll see you later. You know, then they give a nice little goodbye kiss. It was sweet. It was touching. And, and, you know, Sam's driving, and he's finally laid off, you know, (laughs) the teasing. And while they're driving, Sam asks him a question that was something along the lines of, like, do you ever think, you know, with someone like her, is it worth it to just hang all of this up and just stop and and settle? And Dean just kind of smirks, doesn't answer the question, just puts on a pair of 
awful sunglasses and says wake me up when it's my turn to drive and that's it and then they drive off to can't find my way home by steve winwood which was a lovely song choice and they use the song more than once they use the song a lot so oh i can't wait to hear it (laughs) yeah (laughs) i can't think of the episode in particular that they use it but i know that i've heard it before and and in in like moments like this when the brothers are being you know cute and nice to each other (laughs) yeah i like that that dean was not resigned but this is he's back in his element you know he's back in the car he's with his brother you know and they're they're off to do what dean does all in all, like I said, I I loved the the acting. I, I loved the directing, the cinematography. I loved, I liked the idea of them trying to talk about a really sensitive topic, you know, of mm-hmm. racism, not only racism, but lynchings, mm-hmm. you know, the actual killing of black people by white people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I appreciate that. And, you know, the interracial couple, I guess it's not as it's not taboo to me at all. Mm -hmm. So it's not, it's not a racy topic, but the idea of a killer truck, a racist truck, a racist, it's a a racist ghost truck. It was just so, it was weird. It just (laughs) rum, rum, you know, I was like, what, what, what? It was kind of dorky for such a serious. Yes. And that's why I didn't like this episode. I, they, they tried it's like either have the ghost be a dick a racist Mm -hmm. white supremacist killing black men you know yeah or have a phantom truck that kills people but don't don't use the truck as a device for racism yeah Yeah. so i i get it but this is why i'm confused by why this was such a popular episode because it didn't have everything that that other episodes have had you know, to make it a, a really great episode. So I, I like the, the light that you've shown on it for me. Um, that definitely opens up a little bit more positivity for me uh, mm-hmm. about this episode. But I am still, uh, if you're going to, if I were to rate it, I'm still not a huge fan of this episode other than the cinematography. Hmm. Well, and, you have the right to that opinion. And I have to say, you know, Dean's emotional journeys these last couple of episodes have uh-huh. been harsh. You know, he almost yeah. died, you yeah. know, and then he has to talk about, uh, I mean, he has to come to grips with whether or not he feels he deserves to live while other people die. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. I, I think I also liked this episode because there was not any even semblance of Horn Dog Dean. You know, it was... No, I had a relationship with this woman. You know, right. I loved it's her. It's none of your business. Yeah. Treating her like a person. You know, it's not like this, like, ooh, look at that ass. You know, it's. Right. He didn't. Yeah. He didn't brush it off. He didn't try yeah. to ignore that it happened. He just yeah. didn't want to talk about it. Did you like. So you still think that this is a fairly good episode? Well, I would still probably give it a six ish. It wasn't my favorite one. It wasn't my least favorite one either, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, this was not my least favorite. But it was it was it was interesting to watch it like I said earlier having lived this past year. But it it was focusing more on the racism of 60 years ago. And they do mean, you know, there was that one part when the mother is telling her story and I think Sam 
right, I think it's Sam says something like, why didn't you call the cops? You know, just right. like, it says it as a, yeah. And she just looks at him like, this yeah. was 40 years ago. And then he kind of takes a second and he's like, oh, I could have called the cops. But, you know, if right. it were, or if it were a white person, I could have called the cops. But, right. Well, not only that, but you, you, the stories nowadays are, you know, you don't call the cops because the cops may actually come and kill you. You yeah, know, yeah, you still like the, you still don't call the cop. That's the yeah. thing that you know they say that was forty years ago, but honestly, it could still kind of apply today. Yes, black people be you know can't call the cops. Yeah, I also don't think that this episode was. <laughs> I mean, for for better or worse, like I don't think that they were trying to um, fix anything. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they were just saying, look, racism racism existed, and we're going to turn this into a ghost story. Yeah. But there it. were there were no progressive like conversations happening within the episode, you know. Right. It was it was all like, oh, you know, this town used to be racist, and a few of the white people kind of being like, eh, un- you know, uncomfortably acknowledging it or not acknowledging it. They didn't go any further than that. Right. Right. They mm. they did not solve racism. Is that what you're no, saying? Yeah. <laughs> This and no, the they did not. Day, this this episode was about a racist ghost truck. A racist truck. No, it, yes. it wasn't. It, it was wasn't. A, it was too... about a truck that was killing people. Yeah. Yes. Because while I like this, I love this show, but it's not the most intelligent show. You know, it's just a goofy it's ghost a sh- hunting you, show. Right. 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 It was supposed to be like you said. It was supposed to be a car crashing car race show. Yeah this episode and i think they may have they peppered in some stuff that is something that's so meaty and so weighty that maybe mm-hmm. it didn't deserve to be in a, in a supernatural yeah, yeah. episode yeah maybe they shouldn't have I, it's a topic that i think deserved better than what this episode gave to it how's that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so they use it as a plot point mm-hmm. instead of when maybe they shouldn't have the story yeah. could have been told without that the the racism part. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. I agree. So Okay, so this week's shout out, I want to shout out my friend Sam Clark. Uh I worked with him uh, at a little company that he started called Broadway Crew, uh, which was super fun. Broadway Crew is like a marketing company they if you've ever been to new york and have been in times square at those big stairs at the tkts booth where they sell discounted discounted yeah yeah discounted same day uh broadway tickets if you've ever stood in that line and there are people there handing out flyers saying like you should see this one we were part of one of those teams <laughs> so were essentially you one of those we, people yes i did that for a little while Nice. So essentially, we were hired by Broadway shows um, to promote their show, whether it was in Times Square or even just around the city, elsewhere. We were just kind of an on-the-ground marketing team. For for instance, we did King Kong, we did Mean Girls, we did Anastasia when it was still around. Uh, so it was very exciting. You know, it was awesome to be a part of Broadway in that way. However, <laughs> Broadway has been shut down now for over a year. Yeah. So Sam, who is such a smart guy uh, when it comes to 
things that I'm not smart about. <laughs> but he's re well, he's a really good businessman. He's really good with numbers in the stock market and just kind of knowing or being on top of things that are going on in the political spectrum when it comes to, I guess, financial aid is maybe the, the, the area that he's involved in. So anyway, he has this YouTube channel called Sam Speaks. When they were in talks of all of the different uh, pandemic plans, you know, like, well, you're going to get this much for a stimulus check. No, wait, it's going to be this much instead. Oh, yeah, or, uh -huh. No, wait, you're going to get, <laughs> you know, uh, the PPP loans are going to have this about it. You know, for, he was on top of it and he knew like the intricacies of every single one of those bills that came out, whether they were passed or not. But he would hop on YouTube and just give uh, a layman's breakdown of you know, it's like, this is the bill. This is kind of what, you know, if it were to pass, this is what would happen. This is how much money you would get. If you're part of the theater world, you know, this is what's going to happen. And honestly, watching him made me feel included in the conversation, you know? Oh, nice. Because <laughs> like, it's ever so much was happening all at once, you know, and it was just, it was hard to keep it track of. So confusing. Yeah. Yes. I would suggest subscribing to him. Sam Speaks. But also, uh, be really cool if you could follow the Broadway crew, Instagram, and all of that, just so you can keep up with, you know, little Broadway happenings um, <laughs> once, they, once they do happen. So Broadway crew's Instagram is Broadway crew, all one word. Um, so just give them a follow, you know, give them their su your support. Uh, even if you don't live in New York, you know, it, we would love to see you because I'm, I'm really proud of Sam for all the work that he a put into that company to start it, which was back in no 2018. And then to have it, you know, kind of be torn away from you, you know, all of a sudden, you know, after all of the work that you put into it had to have yeah. been just devastating as probably many people experienced uh, during this yeah. last year. And, and the fact that he's kept it alive, you know, doing whatever he can doing just like data entry work, you know, if that was the case. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Yeah, well, good for him. I mean, what a yeah. struggle. But I mean, you, like yeah. you said, his passion play, that's, that's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So thanks for tuning into this week's episode. Uh, please like us, follow us, subscribe to us, rate us, please, 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 if you can, please. it would be a huge help. Our handles are at salt and burn this pod for Facebook and Instagram and at salt and burn this for Twitter. Uh, send us a message, engage with us. We'd love to see you. Um, and we will see you next week for Nightmare. Of which I have plenty. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs>